Welcome to Don't Quit, where you come to be encouraged to live a better life full of joy and purpose. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we are going to dive into anxiety and how it relates to our Christianity. And I think that there are a lot of misconceptions around this topic, and I want to shed some light on it today to hopefully ease your mind and to help you proactively move forward. This is going to be a bit of a touchy subject, something that I've waited a little bit to tackle just because I wanted to make sure that I had the most accurate um, information, first of all, for you guys, as well as really to pray about how I feel about this topic and to make sure that I align my answer to this question um, as closely related to what the Bible has to say as possible, if that makes sense. So it's going to be a very casual talk today. I want you to know that I have prayed a lot about this and I have um, collected a lot of information from a lot of resources to come to the conclusions that I have. And so it is backed by a lot of research, but at the same time, this is my heart on it. Realize that and also determine and really seek the Bible to determine you, what your heart is on this. I'm not trying to tell you what the answer is, but this is my opinion and feeling on what God is saying to us in the Bible. I just want to take a quick minute to thank you all for leaving reviews here at Don't Quit Podcast. If you have not left a review on Apple yet, be sure to go and do that. It helps the channel out so much and it is a blessing to me to get to read those reviews. So let's jump into this today and just learn about what the Bible has to say. So for some reason as Christians, I think we tend to think that we shouldn't have afflictions, that we should just sail through life and nothing wrong should happen. And then we take it a step further and we feel that if we do have afflictions, then we somehow must have a lack of faith. And oftentimes I think when looking at the Bible and verses on anxiety, when we listen to others talk about anxiety and maybe even hearing sermons on worry and anxiety, it can sometimes seem like we are to totally eradicate anxiety from our lives altogether. And I really think that that is just an unrealistic approach, something that is not going to work if you try to eliminate every single anxiety in your life. And I want you to know today that anxiety is not a dysfunction. It is an integral part of our life and it's important to keep us safe. Anxiety is actually there to keep us safe. But listen to this clearly. There are two types that we need to differentiate first. There is healthy fear, so to speak, and this helps us avoid dangerous situations and make the best decisions in life, right? There is that just innate healthy fear that we have to keep us safe. We're not going to run out in the road when there's cars coming because we know that that would be dangerous. And I could go on with lots of examples, but I think you already probably understand that healthy fear. Then we have anxiety and anxiety can make us feel as if we are in panic mode when in fact no danger exists at all. And I'm sure that you have probably felt that even if you don't deal with severe anxiety and depression, as I did at one point in my life, you probably have felt anxiety when you just actually could break that down and realize that no danger actually exists. You just feel like something bad is going to happen. You're just panicked about something and like the what ifs, right? So when we look at the two types we can understand that they are very different. There's that healthy fear and then there's anxiety. So when we experience fear or worry in our bodies, we're experiencing a functional aspect of God's created nature. He created us to have those feelings. 
I hope that that validates you today and makes you realize that it's okay because I think that sometimes we feel like we are so screwed up and we are sinning and we are hurting God when in all reality, he understands because he created us to be human. And we are meant to be cautious in situations to protect ourselves. So it's when that is taken too far and it starts controlling our lives that then we have a bigger problem. And you probably have had times in your life where that anxiety has gone out of control and starts to basically control every aspect of your life. So now you may be asking, why does the Bible condemn anxiety? In 1 Peter 5, 7, it says, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. And in Philippians 4, 6, it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And they really talk about this to bring comfort, not condemnation. They use anxiety in these verses synonymously with worry, just as Jesus does in Matthew 6. If you go and check out Matthew 6, you'll see that. So depending on the context, fear and anxiety be maybe one of four types. It could be one, a God-given emotional response for our benefit, just as I mentioned above that healthy fear. It could be two, a disordered psychological response that is not sinful. It could be three, a natural consequence of sin. For instance, if you were cheating or you lied, you would feel anxious and that would be the natural consequence of that sin that you are acting in. It could be four, a sinful response to God's providential care, which really comes down to a lack of trust in God. In Luke 12, 22 to 30, it says, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food and the body more than clothes. The reason why I wanted to bring those four ways to you today is because when we can identify what type of anxiety we are dealing with, we can move forward in addressing it. And I think you can ask yourself right now, which anxiety am I dealing with? Is it just a healthy fear? Do I have maybe a disorder that's really affecting me and making me think these things that's bigger than I can handle? Have I sinned in some other way? Have I done something that's caused me to be anxious because I know it was the wrong thing and I feel bad about it? Or is it just a sinful response to God's providential care where I, have, I just have that lack of trust in God? So identify what you think your anxiety is right now and just get that in your mind. So I'm sure you guys have heard someone say at one point or another, if they only had more trust in God, they wouldn't be anxious. And I know I've been guilty of that at times when I've looked at others and they're anxious and I think like, why don't they just put more trust in God? Why don't they realize that he doesn't give them anxiety? He doesn't give them fear. We're not to be fearful. And then when I went through my anxiety, I started to really realize that this is far bigger than that. And hopefully you, if, if people are telling you that, take it with a grain of salt and really seek out information to make sure that you are listening to the correct people and that you're getting accurate information based on what God wants you to live by. These types of people assume that the presence of anxiety automatically means there is no trust. And I really think that we can have faith in God, but still experience anxiety and worries daily. I did back when I was dealing with 
my depression and anxiety. I had so much faith in God. I knew that he would bring me out of this. I knew I loved him. That did not change. And I knew that he had the best for me, but I was still experiencing anxiety and worries daily. Mo every single moment was consumed for quite a while. And I have known personally many faithful followers of Jesus that still suffer with anxiety. And in the Bible, faithfulness and anxiety even coexist in this verse. In Psalm 56, 3, it says, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. That's saying that you will have those feelings. You will be afraid. And God wants us to put our trust in him. And so it's really the follow through. How are you handling that anxiety in your life? What are you doing with it when it comes your way? So I think what it comes down to is that God doesn't punish us for suffering from anxiety. He realizes that he created us as human beings with real human feelings. And I know you've probably heard people say, we can't trust our feelings, feelings lie, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that yes, at times our feelings can be big and they can be misleading. But I am a big advocate for really encouraging, validating your feelings and realizing that they have a reason. God created us with feelings and we have to differentiate and decipher what those feelings are and that they are accurate at any given point in our life. But I want you to be encouraged that he knows that he created us with feelings and we are going to be afraid at times. We are going to have anxiety. And as he shows us in the Bible, he's waiting for us to trust him to seek healing and restoration. And I just want you to know without a doubt that trusting in yourself will produce anxiety. I hope you know Jesus today. I'm figuring that you probably do. If you clicked on this, you may be a Christian and you're anxious and you're worried about if that is a sin. And that's maybe why you clicked on it. Maybe you're just curious because you know someone who says they're a Christian and they're anxious. Um, but why, whatever reason you're here, I just hope that you know that trusting in yourself will always produce anxiety. It is never a good idea. We are only human and we can only do so much on our own. And I know for me, I would have never overcome my anxiety if I did not just pour my entire heart into reading the Bible, praying, and really just giving it over to God. Every single aspect of my anxiety, I had to hand to him and let him have control of my life before it would go away. So what it really comes down to is, are you growing in greater trust of your savior? And are you consciously stopping any thoughts that contribute to things contrary to his will for you? Listen to that again. Are you consciously stopping any thoughts that contribute to things contrary to his will for you? So when you have a thought that comes into your mind and it takes you from pursuing what God has for your life? Are you stopping it? Are you saying, no, I'm not going to move forward with this thought. I'm not going to let it derail my great, awesome plans that God has for my life. And I want you to know, no one is perfect or can do this perfectly. Please don't think I'm sitting here saying you have to do this and then God does this. I think that he completely understands that we are human and we are falling into sinful patterns at times and we are constantly needing him to save us 
But I think he also wants to see us actively striving to overcome our anxiety. He gave us the tools. He gave us the resources. He gave us himself, right? He can help us overcome this. And are we leaning into him? Are we asking for his help? And most importantly, are we trusting God and being transformed more and more into Christ's image? That's the whole purpose as Christians is to be transformed into Christ's image. And let me tell you, that is humbling because I struggle daily with not only some things in my personality that I need to work on. One thing, patience, especially as a parent, patience is so important as well as empathy and just being more like Christ every day. I have things that I need to work on. And it's humbling to know that as Christians, that is something that is one of the most important things. And it's a key in living a fulfilling life as a Christian. And so I hope that you are trusting God and being transformed into his image and seeking out what he wants for your life. That's really the key of of all of this. And not to get wrapped up on whether your anxiety is a sin as much as just moving forward, striving to please him, striving to overcome that, that's going to make his heart happy. And so that is my feeling on whether anxiety is a sin or not. I think that's a very tough question. I hope that I gave you something to think about today. I hope that you feel a little more clarity on this. And I really encourage you to not just sit here and listen to me tell you what my thoughts are or what my research has shown or my prayers, but really search out your own answers on this and come to your own conclusion and what you feel God is telling us. Because I know there's a lot out there. A lot of people have different opinions on this. And I just think we serve a very loving and understanding God more than anything. And I think that rather than getting sucked into worrying over If it's a sin, just keep moving forward. Guys, I am so thankful for you. I hope that you are encouraged today. I hope that you love coming on here and joining me and hanging out with me on Wednesday mornings or whenever you listen to this podcast. I have been so encouraged by so many amazing reviews and just messages of how this has already helped and encouraged your life. I'm so thankful that you share that with me. Keep sharing this podcast, letting others know about it, and I'll see you next Wednesday.